This is the Galaxy Wars Podcast with your host, The Grays. Greetings and welcome back to another episode of the Galaxy Wars Podcast with your hosts, Jim and Tom McGrace. And it's the moment we've been waiting for, Tom. We've been talking about this for probably 25 minutes before we even start recording, but it's the Venom Review Day. Yep. We your both? favorite. Oh, it's going to be Tom Hardy heavy in this, this episode. <laughs> I'm very excited. I was thinking of all the right things to say, just hopefully that he would listen to this. And I know he's not, but you know I'm gonna I'm gonna gush and I'm gonna make it appropriate though. Our uh, keywords are just gonna be Tom Hardy over and over yeah, and over. Yeah, just that's our hashtag <laughs> hashtag Grace for Tom Hardy. Speaking of a weird weird fan comment I saw, uh, New York Comic Con's happening and uh, Jason Momoa was there, another one of my man crushes. And this woman dressed up as um, she dressed up as Aquaman, and she's like, uh, I would take a shower, but I'm already soaked. <laughs> that was her uh, that was her tagline. Yeah. She won the internet for that day for me. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. And he's like dipping her. And uh, it was a very good. Speaking of, did you see the new trailer for Aquaman? No. Five minutes. Really? Five minutes of just glory. And I, might, th- I might watch. I might not. That's a lot. This might be. Yeah, it, it, well, it's Warner Brothers. And they give yeah. away everything. They gave you, in this, they gave you Nicole Kidman fighting. Yeah. Oh. Okay. A lot of dialogue between uh, Mara and Arthur. Dolph Lundgren. Okay. This is the fall of Dolph Lundgren. He's in Creed 2, and he's in Aquaman. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you knew two potential blockbuster movies were coming out with Dolph Lundgren attached no, to it? Never. Right? Maybe yeah. Rocky? <laughs> Rocky and Punisher, but I, I think... Uh... And certainly not Masters of the Universe. Nope. See our live episode for that. But then you get the whole Black Mana fight. Okay. It looks it looks great. It, yeah, uh, but I don't I don't want to I don't I want to see it in the movie yeah. theaters. It's a, it, honestly it's a lot of footage. Yeah. It's kind of like the end credit scene to Venom, where you saw a lot of footage of a movie that you may or may not see. Well, yeah. Uh, thanks once again to uh, Run P. I knew that was coming. Yeah. And I knew I wanted to see the Spider Verse, so I left before that. Yeah. And if you haven't seen Venom, um, I don't know why you're listening to this. Maybe you don't even care about Venom, but there are going to be spoilers uh, <laughs> right off the bat because I don't think we're going to do 25 minutes of news before uh, we get into our re- review. But before we get into the review. What is your general consensus? Like, where's your thoughts about Venom? Where do you stand with him? Um, well, let's pretend we, this is, you know, before we saw the movie. I uh, I was a fan, um, but I always thought Venom is, is it has to be with Spider-Man. Likewise. Yeah, you can't, you can't make any sense out of it unless it's got Spider-Man in it. Um, and then when he went on his own and became, you know, the... Uh, when he had his own title for a little bit years ago. I read a lot of that. Yeah, the McFarlane stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. That was pretty good. And McFarlane back then had two like the darkest comic book characters with right. Spawn and Venom at the same time. So uh, I liked him on his own. And, uh, you know, he was still a Spider-Man villain, sort of, but uh, or anti-hero now. But yeah. um, it was they were still good comics. And then, like, you know... I read. I think I read that up to about the birth of Carnage, and then okay. I kind of slipped out of the the, the comic book scene for a little bit. But um, no, and and the birth of you know all the other symbiotes it was good. They were good stories. But uh, he's always been interesting. He's always had good stories. Yeah. They never fleshed him out a hundred percent. Like he was kind of like to me, he didn't fit anywhere. Like yeah, uh, he wasn't in like. The Sinister Six, Rogues Gallery type of thing, yeah. old school. Yeah, he's too he's too powerful to be in the yeah. Sinister Six. But he wasn't like he he wasn't in like yeah Sinister Six. You could say are like street level guys. Yeah. Whereas the then you got like the Avengers type of deal where you're fighting demigods. Yeah. He's not like that, but he, he is very powerful. Yeah. And has potential. So I you know that was always things like where where does he fit in with all that and his power scale and all, but be, like a B level hero or a villain. At this point, yeah, yeah, yeah. A level talent, B level. Well, yeah, A level talent, A level yeah. name, uh, B level skill. Right. Because right. he's not going to go up against, he's not going to survive against Doctor Doom. Yeah. Or or Galactus or somebody like right. that. And it's like, I with me, I I made mention this before, but he wasn't even my favorite symbiote. I've always loved Carnage. He's always yeah. been my favorite. But 
I always liked Venom, Venom too. Like, I just like the look. He's dirty. He's, like, slimy and drooly. That tongue. Yeah. He's super buff. Like, he was just, like, you're, like, as a kid, when I was alive when he came out. So, it was, like, holy shit. Like, right. Spider-Man's going to die. That you yeah. can't beat this guy with crocodile fangs. And he's got blades for arms. And he can, you know, go everywhere he wants to. Yeah. They, um, you know, I think when he was originally being written... They weren't sure. I mean, like, he was written okay, but they didn't write him, yeah. like, as dark as they could. Yeah, he could have been and, Marvel's version of Spawn. Yeah, and then certain writers, like, like Morfarlane, and but and now later on, certain writers have gotten their hands on him. But they wasted, like, I, this is how I feel about it, is they didn't write the, the, the great stories for him. They wrote it for Carnage and all the other symbiotes yeah. and, and anti-venom and yeah, toxin and all the other symbiotes that came afterwards. And but. every time he had to go up against a more powerful symbiote, he had to have Spider-Man with him. Right. So that kind of like, I think Venom lost favor with a lot of comic readers because one, he didn't have a place. Yeah. And two, they didn't know what lines to draw for him. He wasn't a hero. He wasn't an anti-villain or anti-hero. He was a villain to Spider-Man. But when it came to like Lethal Protector, what, yeah. Like, which was loosely adapted for the movie, he was an anti-hero. And then he fell out of favor with a lot more people to the point that they made him a hero. Right. They made him Agent Venom. Kind of, yeah. Then he was Guardian of the Galaxy. And although I like the Agent Venom design, I think that's a really cool look. It's clean. It's not alien-like. It's more uh, right. human space-like. I like classic Todd McFarlane Venom. And then he comes back out in the comics with the Into the Venomverse and like the... Like, the variant covers are what got me, like, where every hero was a, a Venom character. Like, yeah. where the Ghost Rider got the symbiote. And, right, you know, yeah. Doctor Strange, Black Panther was all great work. And then it was like, all right, well, Venom's a good guy again. And he's teamed up with the Thing and Groot. And you're like, that's not the Venom I grew up with. Yeah. And a lot of people, like, Chuck had posed this question in Active Geek that a lot of casual fans don't know that he's a Spider-Man villain. And I, I beg to differ. I was yeah. like... He, they have to know he's a Spider-Man villain, but... Uh, an example of that is, um, when I said I went to go see it to Nicole, she's like, isn't he... Like, she didn't, couldn't tell the story, yeah. but, like, isn't he go with Spider-Man? And I was like, mm, yeah, yeah, but... Chelsea's seen this, yeah, said not the same in a, thing. So, yeah, I mean, I, you know, yeah, I'm a fan, but that doesn't mean that she knows anything about her or even really cares about it. Yeah. So, you know, when you see the picture, though, when you see... You, it brings back memories of of Secret Wars when Spider Man's wearing a black suit yep. and everything. So, you know, a lot of people relate that. Yeah, and I'm surprised that, that Secret Wars covers pretty infamous yeah. or famous and very expensive. Yeah. So, like a lot of people, I think at this point, like the new generation, may not know Venom based on lack of exposure, mm-hmm. uh, lack of exposure, and lack of interest in comics. He just came back a couple years ago. I think like 2016, he came back into the comics as Venom. And people are like, but he's doing his own stuff, and he's like attached to Ghost Rider, and he's attached to Black Panther, and so on. So yeah. again, he kind of fell out of interest. And we, you had said this coming into my apartment, that we needed this, we needed a story, yeah, and we needed a moment like this to kind of usher in the character. Mm-hmm. And I think we got it. Maybe we're biased because we enjoy Tom Hardy movies, right? Um, and we're comic book fans. But I went into this optimistically, regardless or despite the the really shitstorm of negative reviews that it got. Yeah, Rotten Rotten Tomatoes rant is going to get longer and longer yeah. each time. Uh, yeah, it, you know, they gave it a 32%. And here's what sucks about Rotten Tomatoes. Add this to the list. Um, when you look up something on Rotten Tomatoes, they only give you the critic score. Yep. But the, the audience score is... 55 points different than yeah. the critic score. It's actually better than it. But It's like 89% now, right? Yeah. And the, the critic score is thirty two, but uh, like uh, their their little break synopsis of whoever runs it, that's what they write. They yep. and and you know they don't put in the uh, anything about what the audience is saying. Yeah, IMDb is better because yeah. they do it's all fan rated. That's mm-hmm. why IMDb's ratings are always different than Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. Um, but yeah, I mean it's still a problem. I think. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think the people that, like, these amateur Instagram movie reviewers, podcast movie reviewers like ourselves, sometimes we fall victim to the IMDb scores or the Rotten Tomato scores, and we're like, oh, I don't want to see it. it. It's getting rated like shit. Right. And then 
you have to you miss out on movies yeah or the movies that are rated highly because they're so artsy and the message is so crazy and brilliant you have to be a rogue scholar to Mm -hmm. to be able to solve it it's you don't want to watch those like the babadook is a higher horror like higher rated horror movie i hate it you hate it but people love it they say it's one of the best films of all time i don't get that they lump this movie in with daredevil yep catwoman and fantastic four yeah i think exceeds expectations of all three of those catwoman Catwoman was dreck fantastic four was oh oh, jesus like a dumpster fire i kind of like daredevil uh, unpopular opinion for the time for 2003 yeah. it wasn't a bad flip before uh, marvel universe came along i guess that was one of the better ones that they were putting out so do you think marvel is the blame for this for this for like the the bar that's been set um maybe because look at everything that's come out only one non-marvel picture has been higher than a 60 right and that was wonder woman yeah um yeah, you know, that's what I was trying to talk to Banks about is they set a they set a template. Yeah. Um color I mean down down to like the color scheme of movies. Like you watch a Marvel movie, you expect certain like visuals, mm-hmm. color schemes, um yeah. filtering. Uh there's no it doesn't there's no grayness to it. There's no darkness. Yeah. Um this was a very Zack Snyder universe type movie. Right. And maybe Ruben Fleischer the director is a like an acolyte of Zack Snyder. Well, he did Zombieland. Yeah. So and Gangster Squad. Yeah. So he. Do, I mean, he's got an eye. Like Zombieland is, is I think that caught people by surprise. Yeah, I so love Zombieland. Yeah, and everybody does. They're right? making a sequel. Right. All the cast is back too. I'm so excited. So I um, it might be. It, it might, you might go in with expectations of Marvel movies, and then you don't get that. And this story isn't. I mean, I guess it's kind of disjointed a little bit, yeah. but you know, the original Marvel stuff wasn't always yeah. perfect. But it, we, you know, we gave it some leeway. But uh, I kind of put this with the lower end of the MCU movies: Iron Man three, Thor: The Dark World. Although I love that movie, but people like rank it really low. I think it goes Age of Ultron. I think this is in the same vein as those. Um, I don't think it's DCEU. No. I don't think it's Sony like pre pre uh, predecessors. Yeah, this isn't Spider Man Two. Good. This isn't. Yeah, this isn't Andrew Garfield. No. Um, and I had told you I put it on par with the very first Andrew Garfield, which I liked, and I didn't know you weren't a fan of. But eh, I, I I don't know if I'm a fan of Andrew Garfield. That's, that might be it. Okay. But definitely the second one was one of the worst. But, yo, my God, it was awful. Yeah, one, one of the worst things that ever happened. Yeah, and you know, with this, I'm gonna put it more in the mid 60s low 70s as far as a a rating it's definitely not a 32 no um when i was talking to to you about it and when i was talking to chuck about it and my buddy dan i said i'm gonna put this as fan service it was the movie i can relate this to is solo in a sense it was very safe um, but it opens the door for what could be even better it was pg-13 yeah um would it have benefited from an R? Do you think? I don't think it would have. Um, they needed something you could trust. Like I, I couldn't have taken my kids to it. And yep. you know, Deadpool had a you know, Deadpool. Not that you could trust them, but you could trust you know Ryan Reynolds and yeah. well, you, you uh, the knew, production company. And you knew Deadpool was an R that needed an R rating to be yeah. successful. This. Everybody knows who Venom is supposed to be. Yeah, you know, with you know, is supposed to be around Spider-Man. Yeah, and Sony Spider-Man is bad juju. So, yeah. I don't think trust was there for it to get an R rating and make it you know work. Yeah. But Sony Spider-Man now is Tom Holland. Right. So they're saying they kept this as a PG-13 with the hope that that door is going to stay open. Yeah. Maybe post Far From Home. Maybe post uh, Avengers Four, which could be titled Annihilation. Mark Ruffalo had speculated it's uh, you know annihilation now i mean we'll get into the movie spoilers ahead eventually but yeah. uh it doesn't to, it doesn't have anything to do with spider-man no and uh, so i mean like you can't really hope for that to happen because that would that could ruin two franchises they don't align there's yeah. no there's one reference 
And that's because they said uh, Michelle Williams' character Annie Willing or uh, Wang said, "You were ran out of New York." Yeah, that's it. That's the only like that's their door. It's a small door, and they're saying like, "Okay, does this work?" I think Spider-Man comes in Venom too. Yeah, but what to, to do? What Maximum Carnage storyline? Big spoiler alert! Right on the front. Like I just you know you wait you're gonna wait an hour and a half for me to <laughs> come back around with that, but. Um, I think that's where they're going with the, the yeah, second part. But uh, you know, Venom bonded with Peter Parker. Yeah, and that's where he got the, his look and and his power set. And you know, he that's why every why Venom kind of lo- looks like a, a badly drawn, you know, or you know, not badly like drawn. A buff but, Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. So if Spider-Man comes in, it's going to happen. It just doesn't make sense for. It's absolutely going to happen. I think it's they, they want it to happen. They they gave Marvel fifty percent of yeah. Spider Man so they could. So make what's this he going to do? Do is just come in and like his 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 style and like steal the spider and, and and like adapt it. Maybe, maybe he. You know, we've already seen some body jumping in this movie, and maybe. And I'm not just alluding to the Venom body jumping. Well, that's the thing is, we're at the point where Eddie Brock is the second host. So yeah. He originally bonded with Peter Parker, mm-hmm. then went to Eddie Brock, and you know, fed off his anger basically. But who's to say? All right, let's go second. Let's jump way past the movie and speculate the the future of Venom. Let's say Spider Man and Venom meet up in New York or San Francisco. Now, Spider Man Two is called Far From Home. A lot of people are saying that's Europe. What if it's San Francisco to a to a high school senior? That's far from home. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that's their senior trip. Venom sees Spider Man. And they're like, they, they see the Spider logo, and he just adapts to it. He doesn't have to bond with Spider-Man. He just right. sees it and says, ooh, I like that. And it's kind of just like, let's, it's like Mystique-like. Now I have a logo. And he's like, oh, we need a logo, Eddie. And that's his logo, like a lo- like the logo I'm wearing on my shirt right now. I think that, that that's your easy way in. You don't need to rewrite his origin. You just, you've already done that. All right. And it doesn't need to bond yeah, with maybe. Spider-Man because... You're already seeing the kind of like the spider-like abilities with the you know the the symbiote. Yeah, they get, that's what the I'm book. thinking is maybe if they fight together, he sees it and like takes on that yeah. kind of spider logo. But I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's what they do. All right. Well, let's get into the movie. Um, I saw the movie on Thursday. Uh, the day it came out, I was off because I was supposed to be in New York Comic Con this weekend. But you know, missed opportunities happen. Um, I'm not mad at all, Tom. I'm not mad at all. Um, so I saw it Thursday at 5 o'clock. I walk into the movie theater in my local Cinemark, and the movie theater is pitch black. Like, pitch black. I got there yeah. on time, like 10 minutes before the movie started, and I, all you can see is people's cell phones, right? And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, this is super eerie. Like, two thoughts came to my mind. One super morbid and one super fan servicey. And I was like, <laughs> this is going to turn into a movie theater shooting situation. Like there's no way that this like this is a superhero movie, it's packed, it's dark, somebody's going to go nuts and shoot up this theater. Second one was, wait a minute, it's the first showing all over South Jersey. What yeah. if the cast is here? <laughs> and like I'm sitting there, I went by myself and I'm like, "Oh my god. If Tom Hardy's here, I don't have a Venom shirt on." Like, I'm in a red shirt. I'm, also, I'm so embarrassed. Like, I was hyperventilating. And then those, like, pre preview scenes come on where it's like, please respect people. And, like, I'll have a Coke Zero with sugar and all that stuff. And then, like, you don't hear anything from those commercials. It's just playing. And then the movie's playing behind it. 20 minutes of the movie is playing behind it before they turned it off. Really? Mm-hmm. So I saw, I heard all of the, the space stuff. All the way up to the point where, like, they're Eddie's at dinner with right. Annie. And I'm like, what? I, I just saw the whole movie. <laughs> so, like, it happened. And I'm like, oh, just fast forward. Like, we've already we've already seen this. We've already heard this. But I got a free movie out of it. They gave me a free uh, oh, really? coupon. So that's my movie-going story. But it opens in space mm-hmm. with the, the life ship, which we were talking. You absolutely could have made the movie Life. The, the prequel. The, yeah, yeah, the prequel, and you could have saved all this this stuff, but who's in that ship? Well, <clears throat> we discussed, uh, it's J. Jonah Jameson. This is a connection to Spider-Man. It's his... Grandson. Grandson? I think so. Yeah, I guess it would be, right? Yeah, because the older one is the one of the, uh, the paper, then his son 
becomes the mayor and the owner of the paper. Right. And then his son becomes becomes um who we say man wolf man wolf oh my god We're, i'm looking at him again right now <laughs> j jones j j jonah j-, j john jonah jameson the third yeah on earth 616 becomes man wolf yeah oh and he's a clean look and he would fit this perfectly yeah and he's still alive like that's the okay. thing like the ship crashes well is he alive he was the holder of the symbiote of yeah. of, of uh riot yeah the body hopping riot. Yeah. Now this movie kind of <clears throat> tricked me. When I did the Active Geek preview of this, I was dead set on like we're going to see Sc- all, uh, Screech all or whatever. Yeah, we're going to see Scream, Phage, Lasher, yeah. all these. I was and, waiting for what's her name to become Screech. Um, what Annie or Jenny Slate? Jenny Slate. Yo, I, what a I hated her in this whole movie. <laughs> but I they made it seem like we're going to see every symbiote possible right and i'm like oh my god we're gonna get all this venom's gonna i got so much wrong on this movie <laughs> but then i got so much right because every rumor besides that if you thought there was a rumor for venom it happened yeah like every single thing i, I went back to my instagram and like every time a rumor would happen i would post it and it was right minus like we did see scream yeah we didn't see the the body of scream we saw the symbiote scream we right. saw the yellow one in the back we only saw what four uh, they ca- they captured four. Y- yeah. One got loose, which was Venom. No, where was Venom? Was Venom on the ship? N- yes, the okay. one that got loose was Riot. Well, then two got loose. No, no right? Venom- okay, never mind. I'm, I'm he right. had to go into the the whatever to get um, Venom symbiote. Yeah, he had to. Get, yeah, because it was in um, it was into the, his friend. Yeah. that he gave twenty dollars to sing not to sing a song. Yeah, so we 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 go to space. Res- uh, they crash in Malaysia. Yep. Then there's just killings. The symbiote jumps out, goes into, or they take Jameson onto the ambulance, and the symbiote jumps out and kills everybody. Yeah. And goes into that Asian woman. And like the body hopping of that was really cool. Yeah. Like I thought the Asian woman was going to be another symbiote, didn't realize it was going to be Riot. And I didn't know much about Riot. I don't think a lot of people knew about Riot. Yeah. It- I don't even know where he came or showed up in storylines. Uh, invasion of the Symbiotes okay. or Planet of Symbiotes. And he's like a minor character in that. But he yeah. was a beast in this movie. Yeah. Like 100% a beast. And he body hops from and, – and Ruben Fleischer had said he was a body hopper. So he goes from J.J. Jameson third to the Asian am- paramedic to the old woman in the when she bit the head off of the eel <laughs> oh i cringed a little bit because it was just like oh that's so gross went to the older woman then it went into the little girl yeah and then it goes to riz Ahmed. yeah is this a fictional movie about elon musk <laughs> was uh, was carlton drake the comic book equivalent to elon he felt like it right he felt like it all he needed was a flamethrower like and every you know because He's talking about both sides of his mouth. He wants to do this. He wants to do this. And, they, you know, Elon Musk doesn't have anything really dirty. Like, yeah. they smoked some pot and everybody, you know, oh. and they, they almost fired him. But, um, well, they did fire him for other stuff, though. Yeah. Yeah, he fe- he feels like the, 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 he feels like Elon Musk. Or, you know, we just want to heap, like, we're so used to Lex Luthor and, yeah. and, and, um, this guy carlton drake yeah and and the 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 extremely wealthy bad guy Mm -hmm. that you know what did you think of the casting of riz amid and and his performance in this it was different he was really good yeah um he they made him intimidating and he is like the least intimidating person but the way his mannerisms and the way that he 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 intimidate people just by being wealthy yeah like he he had no physical power over anybody but he hit that threat with to eddie who was like Dan Muir from ABC News. Like he's doing like 2020 in the dumps. And he hit, he's like, you're over, Brock. You're, you're done. Like yeah. you're, and I wish he would have said you're a dead man. <laughs> but you can't say that to a reporter. Right. But I, I think through and through, he was he was a shining part in this movie. Like he yeah. was a, a good villain. You knew where he stood. He, he wasn't, they didn't humanize him. Like he wanted to like immediately, once they saw the, the rabbit except the symbiote, he was like, all right, fuck it. Let's, Let's get, get get our group of homeless yep. people get in here. Get the dirty homeless people in there and test them. And honestly, I want superpowers so bad, I probably would have went through that test. 
<laughs> I didn't even have to be homeless. If they're like, we're going to make you a superhero, I would have done it. I guess with that, I, I, it seemed, well, I don't know how, I don't know how the, like the science that they were trying to say is like, you know, the, the host and the symbiote have to kind of work together. Yeah. But the symbiote eats, or, you know. Yeah, it eats you from the inside. Yeah. It eats you from the inside. And we figured out what was happening to Eddie once he, like, so he, he goes into the Life Foundation for the interview. He hacks, not he doesn't even hack, he just really just throws his girl fiance under the bus. Right. And gets this information off her computer and. She's like a lawyer for the company. Yeah. Or, so, or yeah, somebody she, representing. She, yeah, she was the lawyer and th- they're, I don't even know, man. I just thought that it was very backhanded what he did. Yeah, and he didn't apologize for it, and yeah. you're like, well, you know, it is what it is. What you, what did you think of uh, early Eddie Brock? Early Eddie Brock fits, and I, I said, yeah, I think uh, this is pretty comic book accurate. I think it is. Yeah, to that storyline of um, uh, what's it called the Venom storyline that Lethal Protector, Lethal Protector, uh, where he goes to San Francisco, and but um, yeah, I thought it was pretty accurate to Eddie Brock's character. Yeah, like he. He's like an analogous of Spider-Man, but just like everything's a little overboard, a little different. So, yeah, yeah he's you know willing to get the story and do everything he can, and he's kind of an asshole. And they modernized it with like he's doing his own like kind of like YouTube series, yeah, like a blog YouTube series, and or- they made that work because I mean that's obviously where we're going with this. He gets the lead for the Life Foundation, goes through his his fiance's emails, goes to the Life Foundation, threatens Carlton Drake, the richest yeah. man in San Francisco. And I guess didn't expect it to get back to Annie. Right. That happens. Then he's going grocery shopping. And then Jenny Slate pops up and is like, you know, I'm really good. He's like doing his monologue in in the shop in the bodega. And he's like, I'm really good at following people. You suck at it. (laughs) And I thought like he had he didn't have the symbiote in him yet. He was just a downtrodden. He was beat. He lost his job. He was done. He was like, I don't want to do this Lost his job, his girlfriend, no money. His cat. Mr. Belvedere. He lost Mr. Belvedere. And, you know, he... The way of getting the symbiote through his homeless friend, like, I don't even know if we called a friend. He just knew her. He he did the right thing. He let her out. But he also did the wrong thing by blowing his cover. And he got... Well, he just started button button smashing. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm thinking, like, fast forward to Venom going into Eddie. Venom tells him, like... This is what's happening. I need to eat or I'm going to eat your organs. Like, right. You would have thought that these other symbiotes would have done the same thing. Yeah. Um, the one that went into the first homeless guy, that wasn't Venom, right? Because that one died. That oh, was, the, the one that was dead on the floor for like whatever a, reason. Like a greenish tint. Yeah. I think that was agony. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think we're going to see that one again. No. Um, and neither are we going to see Screech, right? Is the other no, one? Scre- I don't think Scream went into anybody yet. Okay. Um, I think all we saw as far as transference of the symbiote, we saw uh, Fage, or it's either Phage or I think Phage is orange. Okay. I'm going to say Agony. Um, the green one, the greenish blue one. Then we saw Riot, obviously. Riot. And then we saw Venom go from a tub. Well, yeah, I don't know. Who went into Jenny Slate? Uh, was it fa- It was the green one. Yeah. Right? They, because they held on to that one. Yeah. And you have all these doctors. Like, Carlton Drake has all these doctors, these scientists, and they can't understand that this this gelatinous life <laughs> is a parasite. And they're like, we don't know why it's not bonding. Right. And we've been feeding them a liquid diet. You got a bug that needs to eat. Like, yeah. I'm not a scientist by any means, but I would have fed that some chicken. <laughs> and these are homeless people. They don't have the best nutrition. That's true, too, yeah. So, like... Giving him a liquid diet is not going to help him. Yeah. Unless that liquid diet's like well, rum. Well, he's a... I'm trying to think of who to compare uh, Riz Ahmed's character, uh, Carlton Drake, to. He really doesn't like humans. He no. thinks humans are disgusting. Yeah. Um, and he even says so. In he's the, like in Magneto. The, yeah. Yeah. And he even says it. He's You know, and, and he, he, he says, you know, we need to go to this other planet. Yeah. Which opens up the door also for that the the whole Venom planet, yeah, or the planet symbi- of the symbiotes, yeah. And this that was part of the storyline to this too. So I think you got the 
the Lethal Protector storyline as your origin. And then they went to the Planet of the Symbiotes because they came from uh, Kleintar or wherever they're from. Yeah, yeah. And so we're, maybe we see the, the Symbiote God. No, that's a lot. If he's a... sitting on a throne of skulls, like the comic book ca- <laughs> uh, comic that came out, I was I would be on board. He's, I mean, like he's Thanos levels of powerful. Yeah. Well, no, not really, but. Well, we know there's probably going to be three movies to this. Yeah. Um, Tom Hardy, Woody Harrelson, and I think Michelle Williams signed on to. Three but you movies. have um. You have so much in the works. Yeah. You have Morbius is in the works. They right? keep saying there's a schedule for that. And it's Jared Leto. Yeah. Because he's not doing Joker. And then they have uh, Silver Sable and Black Cat off the works, but still a potential movie. They come out and say they have 900 characters. And I said that we're going to get an Uncle Ben origin story, which is going to be awful. Could you imagine that? An Uncle it's Ben gonna movie? It's going to be in Vietnam. I, I no, it's just going to be making rice. Think of that. It's going to be that Uncle Ben. That's the, uh, the connection. Yeah. San Francisco. Right? So... I. I feel like with one with the success of Venom, I mean we're uh, three days into it. It made two hundred and eight million dollars worldwide, yeah. broke records at first day, first day, first weekend. It got for October, yeah, yep. eighty million in the month uh, in the first week domestically, which is awesome. It's definitely going to get greenlit for a second one. Yeah, and story's already written basically. Exactly, and we're gonna. I don't want to summarize the movie. I want to talk. Let's talk pros and cons of the movie. What were your your pros? Uh, well, I, I thought it was as accurate as it could be without mentioning Spider-Man. Yeah. So the story was really accurate. Tom Hardy. Yeah. Big pro. Yep. Um, from like, from an Eddie perspective and from a Venom perspective, he made, yeah. he made what was essentially the darkest buddy comedy. Yeah. Work. Because like when, when Ven- when he's getting ready to jump out the window or Venom wants him to jump out the window, and he right. doesn't. And he's like, Venom calls him a pussy for going to the, uh, <laughs> the, elevator. the elevator. I thought that was great. Like yeah. the, the subtle humor. Like I wasn't expecting that. We knew there was one joke in the entire movie, uh, and that was when he bites the head off of the the gang leader. Yeah. Uh, or the, not the, even the, the stick-up the, guy. Yeah. And, um, you know, the turd in the wind line, <laughs> which still was kind of cringy. Uh, when that happened, but I know that's a comic book line. This is yeah. a comic book movie. I'm expecting some corny lines. Uh, yeah. Um, so Tom, I, Tom Hardy's definitely I, a plus for me as well. Yeah. And um, f- I'll just say the third one for me, third big, and the biggest one is that at the, at the end of the movie, I had a good time. Yeah. I laughed and I had a good time. And I, and well, you know, throw this one, the visual effects had me going. Like, I yeah. really liked. The visual effects of, um, and we'll eventually talk about the final fight of the two symbiotes. That was my, that was one of my biggest pros. The third act. Yeah. That um, fight when I thought Venom was dead, like I uh, initially thought once he kind of just blew the the, up. the fire and the sound ripping them apart, mm-hmm. and then you see them exploding off the two two people and all that. I, I thought that was really good when I they was, merged. Yeah. That when Riot turned, Venom went into Riot. And, like, he just went, like, ultra Riot. I don't even know if that's a character, but, like, <laughs> he had the spikes come out. Riot was a definite, a definite plus for me. Yeah. A villain that I didn't know anything about. And Venom, like, Venom was the, the voice to the audience. Like, you didn't even need a, a backline of Riot. He was just like, Riot has some shit that I don't have. Riot has some shit that I can't stop. Right. Riot is a monster. And that's coming from a monster. And they really humanized Venom, too, by saying, like, I like Earth now because I was a loser on my planet and you're a loser on your planet and now we're losers together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it made you uh, care about the two of them working together. Yeah. Just, and, it, I mean, you know, that's all they really want you to do, right? I mean, yeah. And you could tell from the jump that Venom liked Eddie because he was so invested in his life and, he's, and like when they're like, he's eating you alive when Annie's boyfriend... It's like that parasite is eating you alive. And he's like, it's not what it looks like. Venom's telling Eddie, it's not what it looks like. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Don't believe them. And I mean, honestly, that could just be the parasite telling the host kind of getting into your brain. But we saw the decomposition of the other test subjects. Yeah. And that might be attributed to how weak they were in health wise and in just like in rank. Eddie Brock is a strong specimen of a man sure like he's a tattooed monster kind of like us <laughs> i mean i feel like 
all three of us could be triplets. Just he's, <laughs> he's our British brother. So I just think that, you know, having the buddy comedy, the, the relationship between Eddie, that needed to be key. Yeah. That was one of my big pluses. The humor was a plus. Uh, the comic book accuracy was a plus. There was a scene when he's fighting uh, in the his old job at the newspaper or yeah. the, the broadcast station. And they're throwing flash grenades. And it goes. there's the one scene where he goes infrared. And he zoomed in on the on Venom. And I don't know if you picked up on it. I wrote it down mid-scene. I wrote it on my phone. It looked like the goo that is on Venom, whatever that slimy, sweaty thing is. It's kind of, again, it's kind of like us because we're always sweating. <laughs> um, whatever that was on the infrared looked like a white spider. It okay. had the design on it. So we're going to have to, when it comes out on DVD, we're going to have right. to run it back. But Yeah, I didn't see that. I wrote it down. I was like, that is awesome. It's like, that's your tease. Like, he's yeah. going to evolve. And this is like, it's kind of like a baby symbiote host relationship it's gonna it's gonna hit its stride and you're gonna i think we're gonna see classic venom by the end of this movie or by the end of the series i mean that's what we all want yeah i mean that's what i want honestly so. minus the spider we have classic Ven- venom yeah the look they they got him flawlessly like yeah. he was awesome the renderings of his mouth and like how grotesque he mm-hmm. is and like animalistic the tongue. the tongue yeah it was all really good yeah um and 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 the car chase where he's like when Tom Hardy's on the motorcycle and they're yeah. going through downtown San Francisco and just like the way he was able to shield from the from the shots and then grab onto like latch onto everything it was really really cool. right Venom is more of like a defense and like blunt force trauma stuff mm-hmm. whereas uh, Ride is like all sharp weapons yeah. and stuff like that which will also more than likely see you know the same thing in carnage yeah which well, makes me wonder how how well we'll get to that later, when but. when riot and we saw it in the trailer we, <clears throat> we saw it in the second trailer when riot it looked like he was in an office and he double uh battle axed his or it looked like guillotine blades mm-hmm. he double guillotine blade his, uh, his hands and he took out all the computers come to find out that's in a space station right for a craft that he rizamid is going to yeah pilot what what did you think about that because i kind of i was kind of hoping that it led off with tom hardy in a spaceship going to the planet well it's a little too soon for yeah that, I, think. I think it's way too soon for that to happen i don't i, I thought it was too soon for reza me to get into the ship yeah like it was weird to me and how when did he become like philanthropist scientist astronaut like what school is my man going to? I, I think they said it was just all automated. So oh, okay, so he could just get like a monkey yeah. could do it. He could like just that program bunny, it. Yeah, that venom bunny. I was so hoping that bunny would have turned into a venom bunny. Oh my! god. I was hoping. Was so yeah, hoping. there was a venom dog too. Yeah. I was hoping the dog would do something, but it didn't. It's gonna be Mr. Belvedere and uh, Michelle Williams got in the suit too. Yes, and that was that was one of the the rumors that hit the web. Like, we're Annie Willings cast it. We're gonna see Lady Venom, and that's a scene that a lot of people are turned off about. I went to Instagram hours after I saw the movie, and people had already screenshot it. And they're like, Venom makes out with Tom Hardy. And I'm, and they're like, this isn't comic book accurate. It absolutely, well, it isn't how Tom Hardy and, Aunt, or it yeah. isn't how Eddie and Annie switch uh, spare to Venom. It goes through a phone when, uh, I believe, Eddie's in jail. Yeah. And Eddie gives Annie the, the Venom. But that involves carnage, and I think anti-Venom. But uh, for... I don't think people knew that Lady Venom or Ven- uh, She Venom was a character. Right. And that was like super comic book accurate too. Yeah. She, she super yeah. tall. She got the, the... This was a good way t- for them to include her. Yeah. just And it's only a nod. It's like, you know, this is... Yeah, we're, I don't think we're going to see her. No. They're, this is one of those 900 characters that they have. And they're like, look, we used it. <laughs> yeah. You know, we used it. And like, it, she was a con to me. Like we've Michelle talked, Williams, yeah. We've talked our pros and our cons. I, not that her acting was bad. I just didn't. See, I didn't feel the chemistry between her and her cast. Yeah, uh, she was maybe. And I'm like I said, I don't want to play Michelle Williams because she's a really good actress. But in this, I didn't necessarily like her. Yeah, and she honestly really wasn't needed most of the movie. No, not really. But she was the connecting point to the doctor to you know getting yeah. Venom out of there, and they needed- it gave him something to. Uh, if she was killed, he would went full revenge. Yeah. Her being alive, he went protector. 
what again lethal protect yeah so venom 2 i'm thinking she dies yeah and uh, he goes by the hands of carnage yeah and then we go you gotta need a venom. reason to really hate carnage i yeah. mean besides that he's a serial killer do you think that. people know that carnage like a casual fan do you think that they know that carnage is coming other than that line that we got like i'm gonna bring carnage uh yeah once it, you get venom is could be a uh people could know venom yeah I don't know if they could know Carnage. Yeah. Carnage is, for as badass as he is, he's one of like an obscure characters in the Spider-Man verse yeah. when it comes to casual moviegoers. Right. Like they know Doc Ock because of the movies. They know Sandman. I think more people know Sandman than they know Carnage from this generation. Well, yeah, and it's it's Sandman's, you know, however old, you know, Spider-Man is, yeah. he's probably just as old, 50, 60 years mm-hmm. old. They know Sandman, the Lizard, Vulture. Yeah. They that, know yeah, like characters. the original Sinister yeah. 6 where And they'll know Prowler too yeah. because of Homecoming. Carnage is a like we had the the luxury of living through the Carnage age yeah. when Carnage was birthed and then Maximum Carnage the video game. We were able to have all that yeah there's no carnage video game coming out for playstation like it took what 30 years for a spider-man video game to come back out like 92 to now so it's one of those things that like they're reintroducing these characters and for people in our 30s like us this is nostalgia yeah for people yeah. like he's Binks, a bi- but he is a big deal he's like, a huge deal he for not so much didn't he almost kill spider-man yeah he almost killed everybody yeah um you know and there was a cool Deadpool versus Carnage. Oh, uh, so good. That was that was fun. Um, Carnage, for those who don't know who Carnage is, Carnage is another symbiote, probably one of the... It's a schizophrenic symbiote, yeah. to be polite. The that, symbiote is crazy. That attaches to a serial killer yeah. and, named yeah. Cletus Cassidy. And so, that's all you need. If they just said his name was Cletus <laughs> and a crazy symbiote attached to him, you know where yeah. you're going. That both of them made each other crazier, and yeah. they're both. And Cleese Cassidy was already a he was a, ser- he was, a serial he, killer. Yeah, think Dahmer. Yeah. Think Dahmer if he got a symbiote. Right. Oh or, my god. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or who else? Um, BTK. Yeah. Or oh, Panzram. Panzram. Think Carl Panzram <laughs> if he got a symbiote on a boat on his yachts. Oh my god, it would be called Revenge of the Yacht Symbiotes. I'd be one hundred percent on board with it. What other cons did you have to this? Um. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's. It felt short. That was my next one. Runtime. Yeah. Uh, we we were texting and we got to. I feel like once we got to the third act, I thought I had a half hour left. Yeah. They're fighting on the and maybe that's a testament to how good of a story they were telling because well, yeah, it that's went why I was, so I, I was kind of leery to say that that was it, but I definitely felt like I was like, man, there should be more. Once they fought, I was like, that can't be it. Yeah. That went by so fast. Yeah, and for a movie where you are you had rumors going into it that you're going to see Venom maybe 15 minutes of this yeah. entire movie. Yeah, This was symbiote, or if you're Jenny Slate, symbiote. This was uh, symbiote <laughs> heavy. Like, first five minutes you saw symbiote. Yeah. All the way to the end. And the time, I think the time restraints, or well, the time management was was good but i feel like we needed a little bit longer because it kind of just like wrapped things up it was like she doesn't like i thought venom was dead and i thought maybe we'd see venom come back in season uh, and then you hear him talking to him yeah yeah and then he like then his buddy copy a buddy comedy and she walks away uh was that post or pre the grocery store it had to be pre right it's pre and then he goes to mrs chen's yeah yeah because the 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 special the turd, uh, turd in the wind the, the special credit scene is uh cletus cassidy so yeah that was uh yeah that was pre all so that was him talking and they're sitting on the steps of the full house house yeah and then he he you know that venom's back right and then he goes and he bites the head off of that that guy the gang killer and you know you look at mrs chen Who's just like badass in her own mind, maybe old triad, and says, like, "All right, whatever, you man. You got a bug? All right, well, here's Pepto Bismol. <laughs> I hope you get better." I I just think like for a movie that is getting a 32 percent, that you're for two guys who, I mean, we we're not we're fanboys, but we were honest, right? You know what I mean? We were we had already tried to build a relationship with the directors of Kin, and we we were going to get them on the show, and we saw the movie and we gave it a fair assessment. Yeah. For this, 
this is a 32% movie on Rotten Tomatoes from critics. We saw the movie and we have two cons and they're pretty much the same. It felt a little fast and Michelle Williams didn't have any chemistry. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, that's a win. To me, it is. Absolutely. And, I, you know, we talked about potentially it was all the thing is it was it was all a lot of rumors like yeah. the bad accent. Yeah. Which I, I didn't think it would ever played out. Yeah. Like, I, I, don't, I don't think it was bad. Um, there wasn't a lot going to be a lot of venom. Um, there'd be uh, more. They they'd care more about tying this in to the the Marvel universe than, but none of that really played out. The yeah. rumors didn't make. They didn't. They didn't play out. I thought going into it, we were going to see so many, too many villains, mm-hmm. and that's what that's Sony's big thing. They have like three to five villains in this movie. Yeah. They had one villain in this movie. They've right. completely learned their lesson. They took their movie and made it like what Deadpool did, and had one villain, and it worked. Yeah. And another another pro is uh, the way that Venom was able to and and Riot they were able to come out and talk to their hosts. Yeah. I thought I thought that was really really cool. Uh, yeah. And. Like you just you're looking at Venom and you're seeing the face from the comics and the face from the video games and the face from the toys, and I I um Pace my friend Matt Pace um he got he texted me and said what do you think of this movie I was like look I I don't know it's getting really bad reviews yeah um and this was was Friday morning so I said you know it it's got really good audience reviews from Thursday but Thursdays usually a lot of the big fans. Yeah, Thursday's Die Hard Day. Yeah. Um, so I was like, you know, you got to let the whole weekend go out and see what happens. And it's like, it, it looks like it's going to be great visuals, but slow story or bad story. Yeah. And, you know, from the rumors, it, Tom Hardy doesn't do, this isn't Tom Hardy's best movie. This isn't Tom Hardy's best movie. No, it's but, also not his worst. Yeah, it is, it's a, I still thought it was a great movie. And I really didn't think, uh, it, you know, any of the things I was worried about didn't pan out. Yeah, like likewise. So I, I mean, I have to say I really liked this movie, and I took my my son and he loved it. Yeah, it's one of his favorite movies now. Venom's one of his favorite characters now. So and if that that's what they're going for, they want right. the kids to. That's like the PG thirteen. That's why it yeah. makes sense. And they don't want Venom to be scary because theoretically, Venom is a horrifying character. Right. Venom is almost as scary as Gritty. <laughs> yeah. Like you know what I mean? It's like one of those things that you're just like. This is a character that, kind of like Spawn, is a dark, dirty, scary monster under the bed character mm-hmm. that maybe shouldn't be a PG-13 movie, maybe shouldn't be a kid's movie. They made it work while staying true. Right. And I mean, we he... bitch and complain about comic book accuracy. And to get a character like Venom, who a lot of people would fuck up. Yeah. And to get that look perfect. Who has been. Hats off. Yeah. Ha- he, he has been. Yeah. By... Oh, my God. Tover Grace. Yeah. Whew. So, and everyone's saying like, "Oh, Tom Hardy's Venom got a th- 32, Topher Grace has got a 62." Topher Grace didn't have a Venom movie. <laughs> Topher Grace was coming off of one of the best superhero movies ever, Spider-Man 2, which had like a 92% rating. Right. And he's in a Spider-Man movie. Right. He's not in the Venom movie. And we got emo Spider-Man. That's what did that movie. Yeah. Was, was, oh, that was rough. Uh, 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 him playing jazz and spoken saturday night fever walking down the streets of the bronx i just like this was it was a fun movie like the the, my buddy asked me he goes do i watch this in theaters or do i steal it and i said watch it in the theaters like this deserves your money yeah this isn't a download and stream it this This, is a 100 this has like binks said it to me while we were watching he's like this has like pop scares yeah but they're not scary. It's just like, whoa, what just happened mm-hmm. there? And, and it has the visual effects that it deserves. You know, I'm not going to say steal it, but it deserves to be watched in a theater. Yeah. You know, or you could wait and get it on, you know, VOD or whatever. But yeah. this is one th- of my. This deserves to be seen on the big screen. This was one of my dark horses for the the movie season because it was like there's so many good movies coming out mm-hmm. or, and how it already came out. So you have Black Panther, you had Ready Player One. Avengers, Solo, all these movies were coming out like heavy spring and summer blockbusters. This was the Dark Horse to be one of my favorite films. This was the funnest movie I've seen. Yeah. It was it was fun from start to beginning. It was better than Predator. 100% oh, yeah. better yeah. than Predator. It was better than Kin. Um, it, you know, I think for comic book accuracy, it 
plays along with Black Panther. Yeah. Uh, but Black Panther means a lot more to the movie-going right. community. And you're never going to see a Venom movie like, oh, Venom means so much to the movie-going community because people can recognize right. with it. And, and, I've and, never had an alien bug in my body that yeah. I know of. Uh, you know, Black Panther's also riding the the huge tidal wave of 30 you know different movies yeah. and decade you know marvel perfecting their craft for a decade and you know what movie i put this with all right so i said solo because at the end of the day again this was a safe movie mm-hmm. it was fan service it gave you what you want but it's also a good intro to the universe and a good start to the future right i put this on as far as movies that came out this year ant-man and wasp it was as fun as watching that yeah movie. okay Served, yeah, definitely. Ant-Man and Wasp served no purpose until the end credit scene to the canon of MCU. Right. This serves no purpose to the MCU. This is an association with Marvel, right? They made that loud and proud yeah. at the beginning, right? I was good to see that, I thought. Yeah, it was but... smart. It was very smart to say this was an association because if this works, who knows? Maybe right. Marvel says, all right, let's share 50-50 with this too. Let's bring Tom Hardy into the Dark Avengers because that's being shopped mm-hmm. around. Did you see that? No. Dark Avengers is being shopped around for a script. Really? Yeah. Century, Marvel, you know. Oh, a lot of crazy storylines yeah. that you have to delve into. Yeah. Uh, could you imagine the void in the MCU? Yeah. That'd be awesome. But you have to, you can't just bring those individual guys in mm, th- without telling a backstory. It's got to be led by War Machine. I think that's what's going to, it's going to yeah. be, it's going to be led by War Machine. But that, that's future, that's speculation. But for this movie, I'm going to put it on, on par. It was better than Solo. On par with Ant Man and Wasp, and I, I love Ant yeah. Man and Wasp. Ant Man and Wasp, I do get because that's starting a whole new, you know, trilogy. Yeah. Or well, it's two two in, but but it's it's picking up from a light. It's a lighter movie after the disaster, right? And it didn't. It's a side story to what had really happened, yeah. and this is a great introduction. This is, I mean, this might sound blasphemous. This is Iron Man one good to me like that was a great introduction into right. the world of iron man it was safe it gave you like it gave you an not a, a huge villain with Ironmonger, right but it gave you a smart villain a yeah it's not a villain that um it's the it's the meme that's going around when player two picks the same character venom was the same way it gives you a very similar character same with black panther yeah. with killmonger it gave you riot who is stronger cooler looking might i say uh and much more badass but he was truly a villain. There's no human side to Riot, right. regardless to him being a, a parasite on a human. Yeah, well, uh, well, if we're going to you know, get into the logic of it, it was Venom worked maybe better. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they worked better, but their story is that they worked together. Yeah. It was a symbiote, but it, and, you know, it wasn't a parasite. He wasn't leeching off yeah. him. He was willing to work with Eddie Brock, whereas yeah. the Riot and Reza Mead... Right, just completely took yeah, over. Right's like this is my time. We need. And Reza Hamid was like willing participant. Oh yeah, he like, was submissive to the point. Yeah. Like he's somebody who hires a dominatrix. Reza Hamid, not Reza Hamid, but Carlton Drake. Yeah, Carlton Drake. I just think like we we see with Riot, he took the driver's seat. He yeah. dr- took the wheel, and I I get that, and I think that was a good introduction to that. I would have another con. I would have liked to see the symbiote of Riot survive. Maybe this is how I would have ended it. Venom and was is able to unbond Riot and Carlton Drake. Okay. So you leave Carlton Drake in prison. You set that up as Carlton Drake is the is the kingpin of your universe now, right? So Riot is attached to the ship, but he's already in the ship. Like he sucked through the ship, and he goes back to Clintar, and that's how that happens. You get the invasion of the symbiote. Something has to happen from Clintar. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure, though. But who goes there? Carnage doesn't go there. Carnage isn't smart enough to get into a spaceship. Carnage can barely keep... It's definitely going to be Venom. I don't know, though. Do you think season... All right. Let's go to the end credit scene, and then we'll go future. The end credit scene is, if you listen to Active Geek Podcast, which you should be, um, is exactly what we thought was going to happen. Eddie Brock shows up to... I, I don't know if... Now, here's the thing. Are they still in San Francisco... Or they, maybe he has gone to New York, right? Maybe because he was. He's at max, like super max. Yeah. And they go and they. And he's not on like Alcatraz because no. he rides his bike up. Yeah, and he, they're like, "All right, you, you're gonna die if you and he, break this rule." And Cletus Cassidy asked him to come. Yeah, which we don't know who. Like, 
I knew who it was, but nobody else knew, like, going into it, you don't know who invited Eddie there. Right. You're like, this crazy psychopath is inviting him for an interview, and you're like, oh, I know who it is. You probably knew who yeah. it was. Comic book fans knew, but the setup was perfect because, like, you see the bloody hand saying, welcome, Eddie, and he's like, you're going to die if you don't get close. And they open the door, and they say, all right, Red, he's here. And I was like, yeah, fuck, yeah, we're here. Right. So, like, the inner 90s kid is like, <laughs> yes, this is happening. And then, then they pant, like... You have Eddie talking to Woody Harrelson, who looks like Ronald McDonald without his makeup, right? He's got like a a white boy red fro, right? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, he's going over his thing and he says, I will promise you when I get out of here, I'm bringing Carnage with me. Yeah. And we know it's not the symbiote Carnage because who kn- I don't think Carnage was in that ship. No, well, Carnage is Venom's son. Yeah. Or, or Spawn. So I we, don't know if they ever say son or whatever, but it's Venom's Spawn. We saw four symbiotes so far. One's dead. Mm-hmm. Two's dead with Riot, right? Yeah. Scream, we don't know what happened with that, and that's certainly not Carnage, because Carnage, if they turn Carnage yellow, I'm going to lose my shit. Uh, yeah, and, and, I mean, it would defeat the, the Ron McDonald wig. Yeah, no. I, and, then Venom, and then Venom was the fourth symbiote. Maybe... So I how, don't know. I, how does he become Carnage? Well, they Venom. I, I, I'm trying to remember, but Venom. I, I think asexually reproduces. Yeah, and I think because that's how you get like toxin is yeah. Carnage's spawn. Yeah, and, and anti Venom. Yeah, all the way down the line. Yeah. But so, um, do you think he's just like bloop bloop? Like as he's walking, he's like just dropping symbiotes everywhere. Maybe, maybe uh, at that time. I don't know. But you it, know what I think is going to happen? One of the doctors left in the life foundation was able to synthesize symbiotes maybe or they were they are let's say they have fate maybe or, venom left something because venom was trapped for a minute they, and they take scream they have scream still yeah so they take scream and they're able to synthesize that and they add it with the dna of somebody like they they mash up riot phage or agony whoever yeah. was in scream and then you have symbiote or you have carnage um do you let's future cast it or where was i saying um all right, so the second one is going to be Maximum Carnage in my mind. Yeah, the third or something one, close to it. We were gonna we were gonna say the the future for the third one. How are they going to get to the planet? What if Carnage is defeated in quotes, right? And Venom, he has told Eddie, our work isn't done yet, and he hasn't let Eddie right. in on the world. What if Venom says, Eddie, we have to go home and we have to we have to destroy everybody out there. And that's where we get Agent Venom. And that's when he ends up in the MCU. Agent Venom is six, shield. Six years six years down the line, we see Agent Venom in the MCU. To shame Guardians isn't there because he would have fit mm-hmm. sort of kinda but in, in a while, but Dark Avengers. Dark Avengers. You can play with that yeah. that cast. Dark Avengers would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. That's a fun casting too. Like who do you And it's smart to do that before Justice League Dark comes right. out, like it's it's. I mean, it's something that I want. Who do you cast as a a, a, a Spectre or uh, not Century? Century. Well, I have a guy I follow on Instagram who is petitioning for uh, Century. He looks like him. His name's Justin Coxlan. Um, he's only been in Homeland and The Walking Dead. But what we know uh, from Marvel, they they yeah. take nobodies or. I think he's, he, I don't think Justin's a nobody, but I I think he's not a well known name. If yet. it's going to be an origin story where he's like he's all strung out mm-hmm. and and you know he doesn't remember. Don't say Charlie Hunnam. Uh, I'll flip this table over. <laughs> Was that what you were going to go with? No, oh. I'm trying to think. It, the, it, whoever it's got to it's got to be he's got to be like real real like thin. Scars guard. Yeah. I mean, second time he's popped into yeah, this. He's the Doug Jones of this like, podcast but now. They got to make him real thin. Don't put him through the uh, superhero workout. What about Bill Skarsgård, yeah. his brother? They got to play uh, in it. Yeah, that's yeah. Bill, Bill yeah. Skarsgård. I think I mean, that'd be good. Yeah, get, just get a Skarsgård. I'm sure there's like 17 more of them. <laughs> or what about? All right, you go older. You do Travis Fimmel from Vikings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he would be real good for that. Yep. And then you put him on the superhero diet. And he's already he's already looked buff as hell in Vikings. He'd make an awesome center. Right, right. But you thin him down, bedraggle him. Yep. You know, look like make him look like he did in Vikings, all strung out. Yep. And, yeah. And then you get him big. You know who it's gonna be? It's gonna be Dolph Lundgren. Let's bring it full surface, <laughs> uh, full circle. It's gonna be Dolph Lundgren. Whoever plays his son in Creed Two. Yeah. 
All right, so let's rank them. Let's uh, rate the movie. I'm going to give it a... At first, coming out of it, I was going to say three. I'm going to give it a four-star. Four-star movie for me. Four, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say four-star. Because at the end, I just had a lot of fun watching Likewise. it. Likewise. And that's, again, how I rate my stuff. I come out of the movie, and if I understand it, three stars. If I had fun with it, four stars. If yeah. I thought this was game-changing and I need to watch it in theaters four more times, five stars. Right. Uh, this is a four-star movie. For Definitely. Me. It, it, yeah. I um, I you know because of the accuracy and how much fun me and Binks had watching it. Yeah. I, I have to give it at least four stars. That, or I have to give it four stars. That end credit scene alone, with to a comic book fan, is a four-star movie. Yeah. Because you know that Maximum Carnage is coming either in episode uh, season or I keep saying season. Yeah. Um, movie two or movie three. Yeah. And. You have time to go back and read that because Maximum Carnage is one of my How favorite. happy are you that Tom Hardy didn't let you down? Tom Hardy can't let me down. That's the thing. I've <laughs> I was seen... worried about how depressed you were going to get. No, man. This I, I saw This Means War. <laughs> okay. And the, he was a shining star in a movie that I didn't really like. I think, and I looked at it because he took this movie as uh, as a gift to his son. It's his right. son's favorite character. He he took from like I, uh, he took from like James Brown and Conor McGregor. And he just he made it his own. He made yeah. Venom his own. Uh, he played the voice. He he did everything perfect for me. Tom Hardy was a gem in this. <laughs> Speaking of Conor McGregor, if they didn't get Woody Harrelson, Conor McGregor would should have been yeah. Carnage. Yeah, he would have been a perfect Carnage if he wants if he, he wants to make to that act. jump. Yeah, he doesn't even have to act. <laughs> He's a crazy man. Yeah. Could you could you imagine? He can't, him, but he can't. Could you imagine him doing the mocap with the like he's doing his walk? Oh my god, dressed as Carnage. He can't take a. He can't get rid of his accent though. That's fine. Somebody would have to ADR him. It would be Seamus Seamus O'Cassidy. <laughs> that would be perfect, right? Yeah. I want Conor McGregor to get buff and play uh, Kratos from God of oh, War. That'd have been real good, right? That'd be perfect. And he. That's the next thing he needs to do is make that jump soon. I mean he. <laughs> We're fresh off of we're the... We're talking fights now, but... Yeah, yeah. he's fresh off the Khabib mayhem. Yeah. Do it um, now. Yeah, yeah. Do, now's do, the time to do, do it. Do it now while while your star is still shining before yeah. you lose five fights. Uh, yeah, because he wants he just wants to take fights, like super fights now. Yeah. He wants to fight Nate. He wants to fight Anderson Silva. He wants to fight Woodley. I think I think he'd kill Silva. Now, yeah. Silva's Silva 40, doesn't have like that... 42. He's got popped twice. You know, when I was young, I... Uh, I couldn't pick a fight. Like, I couldn't do it. Yeah. Uh, you know, because I couldn't... I could look at it and say, well, that guy's obviously so much better. I yeah. remember I lost a bet to my, my dad when Mike Tyson... My dad knew Mike Tyson was going to lose to Buster Douglas. Really? Like, how the hell do you yeah. know that? But my dad is, you know, always watched boxing, and he just knew that Tyson lost it. Like, yeah. And uh, just lost the feel, like, you know, lost the, the heart and... Yeah. uh it's easy to see that now. Like that's what happened to Ronda Rousey is yep. once she she couldn't handle getting beat. Yeah, I think I went two of five on the main card last night. What I, I didn't pick Waterson, and I didn't pick I didn't pick I didn't pick Khabib. Uh, in my heart, I knew Khabib was going to win. But I just I didn't, knew Khabib I, was good enough to he, win. He's a monster. Movie. But I, I I just thought maybe. I'm such a Connor. But McGregor's took so much time off. And Two years. He, last, and, his last fight was against Mayweather. Yeah. And he's going in here against this monster movie who's fighting bears. And he'll fight anybody <laughs> now. He, I mean, he's su- he's superhuman. Yeah. I mean, if, if there's a Russian superhero, Khabib needs to be that. Because yeah. he's going to have some time off from fighting. Um, <laughs> well, that's our fight minute. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, we, much UFC that I watch and enough knowledge you have, we could probably do a, a, a MMA podcast. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. MMA geeks. That's in TMTM. It's in, in the works. All right. So that's our, our Venom recap review uh, t- slash minor Tom Hardy gushing. <laughs> I say go see it. If you've listened this much, an hour and five minutes into right. a podcast review about a movie you may have not seen, go and see it. Yeah. Uh, go and see it again. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, be careful with taking your kids because there is some kind of like... Yeah, there's one the, fuck and one pussy. Yeah, there's there's no like gratuitous scenes. It's a, it's PG thirteen. Yeah, even the head biting, you didn't even. You see. never seen it. Yeah, you hear it talked about, but there's no real like no so, de- no decapitations. No, uh, no sex scenes. No, um, one awkward makeout with a, a right. symbiote woman who's like yeah. like Lisa Leslie tall. 
yeah like came in there and was like oh michelle williams you got some got she some lifts I, she looked good though I, yeah. it was a good look for her it was a very Venom. good look um yeah I, I say see it and take the kids yeah. me and mine had had a lot of fun watching it this is this is a movie i'm going to purchase well, for gushed, my collection yeah he gushed about it the whole ride home so it worked yeah so that's our review Next week, we're coming back with Doctor Who, Season 11, yep. the 13th Doctor. It's actually on tonight. Yep, two-hour so. premiere. We're going yeah. to review that, and then we're going to review uh, Halloween yep. the following week. And we might talk Titans, probably in our Halloween episode, depending on when we record the Doctor y- Who episode. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah. Titans, come, okay. Titans come out, comes out this Friday, uh, the 12th, um, if you're excited for that. I don't uh, know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm gonna watch it. Uh, I'm gonna watch I it. I feel like I, for work, for research purposes, <laughs> I have to watch it. But that's our our Venom episode. That's our preview for what's coming up the rest of the month. You can uh, correspond with us on the social medias and let us know what you thought of Venom. Does it hold up to the 32 percent that Rotten Tomatoes gave it, or is it more along the lines of what we gave it? And that's the Grays on Twitter. T H E G R Y S. The Galaxy Wars podcast. All on everything else, every platform. Um, and anywhere you get podcasts, we're the Galaxy Wars podcast. And we will be back next week, as mentioned, with uh, Doctor Who. So we will see you later. Yep.